When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Brian Bozinski, uh, managing operator, operating manager, whatever the right term is, uh, <laughs> owner, man about everything indoor soccer in Kansas City, and Kevin Ellis, uh, indoor soccer player for the Kansas City Comets, former MLS player with Sporting Kansas City and Chicago and DC, DC, yeah, uh, a local guy who basically has played every level of soccer that there is to play in the United States, right? Sounds about right. Um, <laughs> Obviously, we want to talk about the growth of MASL, uh, how it's going, but there is really one big event that's coming up very soon for you guys, so I want to make sure we cover that right up front. You want to want to lead off, bud? Yeah, I mean, sure. I'd, I'll, I'll go for it that anytime, you know. Um, you know, we, we're playing Saturday night, T-Mobile Arena. Um, you know, it's a big day for the, the club and the organization. Um, you know, T-Mobile's one of the premier arenas in our entire country. Uh, it's an AEG property, uh, seats 18,000 people, and... Um, you know, we worked with, you know, the Sports Commission and, and the people at T-Mobile, and we're going to play a game, you know, against Tacoma Stars. Um, looking forward to it. It should be – it's a nice nice way to showcase the game in front of a lot of eyeballs that are in yeah. town uh, from all over the world. So it's it's uh, it's going to be a good event. Ticket sales have been good, you know. The opponent's going to be good. Um, our guys are ready. I mean, we've got uh, – you know, one of the best teams in the league, and I'm I'm proud of that, and I'm 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 proud to be able to showcase that to you know a whole lot of people. And the the comments are uh, actually the best record in the league. They just finally lost their first game a uh, few games ago in St. Louis. Kind of shorthanded, a lot of players out for various reasons. Uh, and but that's the only loss you guys have. You're seven and one. Uh, what's what's been the secret of you guys playing so well this year, Kevin? I mean, I, I talked about this this morning. Um, I think everybody's bought into each other. Right? The teams bought into each other. I think last year you could see the team was bought into Leo and what he was trying to accomplish. And I think finally this year we turned the corner and we've bought into each other. We know that each guy knows the role and responsibility that he's being asked to do. Um, and, I mean, the, the level of, of player on our team is pretty ridiculous, I think. I, I agree. It's uh I know I've talked with Brian about this before, but it's just like every every player that you've added has been just another level, another you know quality player. You know, even if they're not going to be the the first guy out there, they're right there. But yeah, I mean that's a testament to these guys, right? Of finding those guys who uh, are okay with that, right? And uh, you know, a lot of a lot of my career, I was okay with that. 
And I think that was a reason why I got to stick around the game for such a long time because I was okay with being the guy that, hey, when you're asked to, or when you're called upon, you know your role, you know your responsibility, and you do it. And uh, I'm sure you were asked about this earlier in another podcast, but MASL is, uh, I mean, you guys, every like everybody struggled last year with pandemic. Comets were one of the teams that played, made the playoffs, did pretty good. Uh, but you have added some new guys to the, uh, the leadership of the league. J.P. Delacamera for communications, Shep Messing, Keith Tozer. These are some legendary people. How How is that going? What's the, the vibe for the league going forward? Well, I mean, I, I think first off, like the three names you just mentioned are three iconic names, you know, in, in the sport of soccer in, in our country, right? And not, not for three years or five years. I mean, you're talking 30, 40 years plus. I mean, these guys are... These are, you know, hierarchies, if you will, dignitaries of our game. Um, you know, guys, you know, a guy like Shep Messing, um, his resume is, I don't, you know, it's going to be hard. It's hard to find people that have a resume to compare to, to, to his. And so for him to put his name um, on our, our league and to uh, take charge of it, um, and, and guys like JP and, and Keith, and they all have their own areas they're focusing on. Shep is big picture business development 100% right um, how do we grow the game how do we get more exposure um, how do we bring in additional revenue Keith is operational running the league right nuts and bolts if you will uh, dealing with guys like me complaining about stuff you know our, our, our team lost on Friday and, and Leo was as upset as I've ever heard Leo Leo's our coach was as upset as I've ever heard him um, he's got to field those calls and then you have JP who's setting up these types of interviews and the things with you know, from a marketing communication standpoint, and, and just like Jason Davis said, he goes, you know, we probably wouldn't be talking about indoor soccer if it wasn't for guys like JP and Keith and Shep. And so they brought a whole new element of exposure, you know, to, to our league. And I think you're going to – I think I know what's coming down the pipe, right, because I've seen the emails. Um, yeah. And I think what you're going to see with our league in, like, the next two years is, you know, uh, it's going to be transformative. You know, uh for some of us old guys, we look back at, you know, the old days of indoor soccer, you know, you're filling huge arenas and stuff like that and, you know, went through some tough times. But what I see now is the growth of the league is, is not just, you know, the players and the coaches and stuff like that, but it's the it's the depth. I mean, we now have an MASL2 and M, an M3 where you're, you're getting young guys that are playing it at a different level. I mean, you have several players on the comments right now that have come from a second division team up to the, the first division of arena soccer. That's never been before, has it? No, it, it hasn't. And what's, what's nice is you can take, uh, you know, a, a player like a Kevin Ellis who has, you know, a, you know, a very distinguished resume, right, on the field, you know, you know one of the, you know, the, the first official, you know, DA players, you know, literally homegrown player out of, you know, Kansas City. You can take somebody like Kevin and you can, you can pair him, right, and, and you can put a roster together that's got – Maybe a young up and coming kid like a, a Benji, you know, that came from the Wichita Wings in a level that's, you know, a league that's below ours, um, you know, and, and that, that creates that, that depth, right? And so that we're able to have just more players, right, at a higher level, and you got more guys to look at, right? And so, um, you know, that's something that, that we embrace, right? We, we like to, to bring a bunch of talent. And then let Leo figure it out and let the players figure it out and let them sort it out. But we just keep, you know, we're not afraid to go grab a guy from a league below. And we're not, certainly not, I mean, 
you'll probably see some stuff here. Look, we're not afraid to go get more guys from, you know, quote unquote, up high as well, right? You, you've got guys who played in MLS. You've got guys playing in Europe right now that have that are you know doing part time uh, gigs. You got guys that are coming out of the first or the second division in USL Championship. This is you got you are pulling guys from a lot of different places. You know, listen, we've got you know Kyle McCloggan, uh, you know that that was was playing for us. Uh, another Kansas City per, uh, player, just like Kevin, that grew up in this market. You know, Kyle's going to play in Champions League qualifiers this summer, right, for his club, right. So so Kyle's going to go from playing indoor soccer in the MASL to playing in a Champions League qualifier, you know, this summertime. That's that's a testament to the level of the of, of our game right now. Yeah. We got to uh, make sure that when he's playing in those Champions League qualifiers that they mention that he played for the Comets in the offseason. We'll work on that. We'll work on that. Uh, you've talked about, you mentioned Leo. Leo Gibson, uh, a legend in indoor soccer, stepped up to be the head coach a couple years ago. Um, what is a guy like that? You know the experience that he has in the indoor game. You know, bring to the, the the players. You know, so I mean, Kevin's a guy who's really super experienced, but wasn't an indoor guy. But now, you know, one of the studs in the league, obviously. Well, you're kind to say that um, <laughs> first, but I mean, I was fortunate enough that I got to play indoor growing up. I played at the soccer dome, you know, through the winters my whole life, um, and really loved. I think loved I played game. you a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, and got your butt kicked. <laughs> probably, probably, probably not. But, uh, I mean, coming into playing it at a professional level is completely different, right? right? Um, so, I mean, being fortunate to lean on guys like John Sosa, Leo Gibson, Stefan Stokic, right, and to watch the way that they approach the game. I mean, when I've, I remember on my first game I played, uh, Kim was the coach, and I went after my first shift, and I was like, how do you read the ball off the wall? I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. I think they were like – two really good balls played to me and they bounced and I went the wrong way. I was like, how, how do you do this? Um, and I think he was like, spend time with Leo. Watch Leo. And you watch Leo put his foot above his head and control a ball and bring it down and score goals. I mean, it's, it's pretty special, some of the skills set that these guys have. And that's my question, Kevin. Is Leo, when he gets out and plays with you in training, is he pretty cocky about it? Or is he, you know, how does he handle that coach-player relationship? Uh, he handles it pretty well. <laughs> I mean, we don't, we don't let him off the hook. When he steps on the field, he's, he's a player, right? Uh, when, when, the, when the session stops, you know, he's the coach. But uh, he handles it well. I mean, he's, he still does some things where you're like, you don't expect it anymore from him. And then he pulls it out, and you're like, how can he do that? Right, um, so it's it's pretty cool to watch him play on a day in and day out basis, um, and then you watch him in the games, and the guy, you know, wakes up out of bed and scores three goals, you know, and I'm running around everywhere, trying to be in the right right spot to score one, and this guy, you know, casually scoring three goals a game, it's pretty pretty unbelievable. Yeah, he's uh, he's an amazing player. I mean, he's uh, what three points away from the the milestone in MASL of 400 points, competing with Frank Tayu. How special would it be for him to get that this weekend uh, in this in this game? So yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, I don't want to keep you guys too long because I know everybody's pretty busy and we got people waiting on the other side here. Uh, Podcast row is bustling right now. Yeah, <laughs> we're actually we have a, we had a lull earlier, but we're busy now. Uh, Kansas City Comets playing the Tacoma Stars this weekend. Uh, former Comet on there, uh, Danny Waltman, but uh, Comets are been hot all year the one loss was by one point and a little controversy with that game but uh comments have been really good this year it's, they've been impressive to watch uh just player after player steps out and 
it just the level doesn't drop. So you guys got to be pretty happy with how it's going. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we've I think we've built a, a, a good team with a lot of depth, and I think we've got a great culture. That's the other part. Like we we really do. Um, and and Kevin's been in a lot of locker rooms. And I've been in a lot of locker rooms, but I mean, we, we've got a really good culture. Uh, I, I'm, I'm I'm proud of it, you know. And I I think I mean we built a team that's trying to to win a championship this year. Uh, all the guys have bought into it, you know. And these guys started work in the middle of summer, you know, for for a season that you know training camp didn't start till November first, and these guys are doing stuff in June. Um, and when I said doing stuff in June, this is just individual stuff. I mean, this is group stuff that they're trying. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where we're going to be at, you know, and we've had a specific plan, you know, all season to, to be where we are. Um, and so, you know, I, I think it's only going to continue. And, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a fan myself, so I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it. You know, I'll, I'll be there on Saturday myself, and I'll be, I'll be a, you know, cheering and screaming for him, you know, and all our guys the whole entire time, just like my son will be doing. So it'll be exciting. I got to give a shout out to Thad here. All this talk about the big game this weekend, and he didn't even mention the thing he's excited for the most, the halftime show. Or no, sorry, the national anthem at the beginning. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His are daughter. You, are his you daughter singing? singing. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants me to sing, man. Not even my daughter. Uh, I sing along to Bad Country in the, in the car. She's like, shut up, Dad. Uh, no, daughter's... Uh, choir singing the national anthem before awesome. the game. So hopefully uh, everybody shows up. Not for that, but if you do, sh- don't don't boo <laughs> the go. national anthem singers. <laughs> I will get you. Uh, anyway, it, good luck. Uh, it should be a fun game. I expect like you know ten to three. Is that a pressure? You no get, pressure here. Uh, hat, hat trick by Leo. Hat yeah. trick by Kevin. That that might be pushing it with me. Uh, did you have a hat trick earlier this year? I, I've had a couple, I think. Yeah, all right, all right. You're, you're climbing up that chart, but Leo's got a lead. He does. Uh, impressive guy, but impressive, a lot of impressive players on this team. Any last words before we let you go? We're looking forward to seeing everybody uh, Saturday night. It's going to be pretty special. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having us on. All right, thanks, thanks. guys.